Let's go! Who's up next? Welcome, one and all, once again to another episode of Xbox Empire. It is I, your host, Kevin, and with me, of course, is my co-host, Mr. Keith Diamond. I mean, Donnie Reese. Nice. Greetings, Kooplings. Still upset that I can't have that Twitter handle. I, that would have been fantastic. Petition, free free Keith Diamond. Hashtag that's right. Keith Diamond. That's the new trend. We need to get um, like a comic book illustrator or something to bring this character to life. It's not a bad Ooh, idea. Be that's a, a great idea. Let's get a commission. We can commission people. They do it all the time at Comic Cons. Um, also with us, I don't. I don't know why. I think he stumbled into the wrong chat room. Um, Seth, howdy, howdy. Are you are you supposed to be here? I think so. Did you okay. get lost? Did you I'm, wander into the wrong room? I did not. I did not. I'm wearing. I'm wearing the right shirt. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it's the right shirt, isn't it? It's PSVG. It's just. Yeah. It's a weird logo i don't it's the I'm, most popular no. logo it's the popular vote it's yeah. by mm. far the winner it's not we're even not a close, popular Kevin. podcast so why does that even matter really we go for we're the underdog so you know um yeah. well, even so, the underdog has to create something cool every now and then i mean look at game pass that's no, right. that is something that's pretty cool created yeah, but, by the underdog that is microsoft every everybody's uh the biggest underdog in the world it, well let's remember underdog the actual superhero slash cartoon character he popped pills okay that's his power he took drugs to get his powers that's not what we I, want to endorse have you here. seen that that new movie on netflix it has no, like I, joseph, I, Gor- joseph gordon levitt in it no and uh chris no, is this chris an underdog Rock. movie what no, but what? they take pills and they get like random superpowers. Oh, okay. Oh. I didn't know where you were going with that, but uh, for like five minutes. For somebody no, that no, doesn't I... know, it's a little weird to hear. That. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a weird tangent. An underdog movie, like a remake. They did Woody Woodpecker. So I was I, like, "There's an underdog movie, movie with Justin <laughs> Gordon-Levitt. What the hell?" Yeah, he's underdog. He's popping <laughs> pills. You know. Um, I don't know anyway, where we before, are. <laughs> yeah, we're, we've we've already derailed, and this is what happens. Is this, is this in the, the place? Is this the uh, PlayStation show? <laughs> no, we're not yelling enough yet. We got to oh, yell okay. more and make um, CW TV show. They talked more that, about yeah. Xbox this week than we probably will. I haven't listened to theirs yet. <laughs> Realize uh, on the last time, I think it was last week that I was on uh, the flagship Prime. A couple, couple weeks ago, but yeah, I, I made a uh, made a remark about how good PSXP was when I was was the host, and it was right. in reference to Forza. Um, which, of course, why would we be talking about forts on PSXP? Right. I don't, I don't know. Who knows? Um, but we are here, folks, for all of you, the listeners, and of course, we have to thank those very special listeners who support us over at Patreon.com/slash/PSVG. So special thank you, thank you, thank yous to Edwin Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh the Bonesaw Barboni, Chris McElfresh, Dev Tyus, Kyle Heyman, Paul Calicote, Mike Masick, the Eggshin, Zach Bradshaw, and of course, Nick Fahaba. Thank you all for your love and support. And hey, if you don't support us and you'd like to, toss a couple bucks over to us over at patreon.com slash PSVG. That's enough of the housekeeping, guys. We have a full docket this evening with a lot to talk about, including something that Seth was just allowed to talk about about an hour ago. Uh, His review just posted. Seth, you got to play Battletoads. 
Yes, I did. Uh, got Battletoads. Uh, I think I got the code last Thursday or Friday. I think so. And um, and today's the embargo. It officially comes out tomorrow to Xbox and Game Pass. And I think actually it's live. It, it's live it, now. It's yeah. live on Game Pass yeah. right now. So if you're watching right now, you can stop watching and go play. No, we don't want that. But you can play <laughs> Battletoads after the show's over. They've you been could. doing that yes. a lot. They'll have like a, yeah. a release, and it's just like that night, they're like, just just put it on. Like, <laughs> bad. The embargo's up. Let's just release the game. Pretty much. Cares. Makes yeah. sense. Um, yeah, I got it uh, about a week ago. And um, now I'm a, like, I played Battletoads as a kid, but I'm pretty convinced that I probably never beat even the the super, the speeder level, which yeah. I think might be the second level in, in the whole yeah, game. I, I don't know. It's yeah. pretty early. Um, so I, I know that I played like the first level in the speeder bike level probably 50 times when I was a kid. Um, and I played Battletoads and Double Dragons mm-hmm. um, quite a bit. And those are really, and other than that, I haven't thought about Battletoads in like 26 years, other than when um, Phil wears the Battletoads shirt on the <laughs> E3 right. stage and, and people talk about it. So I actually, until this game was officially revealed like a month or two ago, wasn't certain it was coming. I mean, I knew it was out there, but until until it was coming, I didn't know. And I didn't know that I wanted to play it either until I started playing it. So I don't know. Are either of you classic? I've never fans? played Battletoads. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure I don't think I heard the word Battletoads until Phil wore that shirt and started talking about stage. Um, that wasn't a thing during the 360 era. It wasn't a thing when I bought. So when I had my first Xbox, because I did have the original Xbox, I wasn't following game news then. I'm not exactly mm-hmm. sure how much game news really was around outside of like magazines which at that point in time i was getting like playstation mag because <laughs> sure. it had demos yep and then xbox 360 comes around i'm pretty sure there wasn't a lick of mention of a battle toads then yeah, um when no. i first started but- following game news i never heard about it yeah. so it wasn't until phil wore that shirt and everybody started going nuts about battle toads where i was like what's battle toads <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there hasn't been a game since '94. Was the Super last Nintendo, right? there was while well, there was a Super Nintendo game, Battletoads. I was I six. What that one was, <laughs> and then in '94 was Battletoads and Double Dragons, okay. and the last arcade game. There was a Battletoads yes, arcade game. Right. So there hasn't been one since '94, and um, and this game really, if you look back, I, I don't know about the arcade game, but if you look at back at the original. It was originally on NES and then Genesis. Um, Who made it? So my question is, how did Xbox come by this? Is it Rare? Rare. Okay. Rare. Yeah. Rare, Rare made it. And then this new game is developed by, I don't know if it's pronounced Delala. Okay. So Studios. They worked on Sea of Thieves with Rare. So with Microsoft Rare. acquires Rare from Nintendo. Yep. Has all of these years where they don't make a Rare IP and then they revive Battletoad. All right, I'm caught I mean, up to speed. I got it. Keep, keep in mind, and I'm not. I'm not going to give you too much flack for it because Jason and I already picked picked on you guys for not knowing Super Smash TV. Like I, I'm not that, old. I, I'm battle, sorry. No, no, <laughs> and that's that's fine. Hey, I I said I wasn't going to pick on you, but Battletoads is a very iconic game from that era. Like that's that was the thing. You had Double Dragon. You had Battletoads. It was it was known for being infamously hard. Um, but it was a well-developed and designed game. Um, so bringing it back does pull some nostalgia strings. Like, like think of, you know. For some. 
for something right. right when you when you brought back kid icarus on 3ds and people were like oh my god there's been a kid sure. icarus in like 20 yeah. something years this is the same thing it's just a different era that you just don't connect with that but for a lot of people they get really excited for it. a lot of people are like who like you are like why do i care about this but well i mean uh, it is my a big point, deal my point really is of all the ip to pull that would have notoriety and would excite people you pull an obscure one even if well, it was it in its day in 1994 a thing Obviously, Banjo or Conquer would be a better thing. Sure, a bigger. Well, I, I, rage though too. I would so. even argue that, like Viva Pinati, might, might be a, oh, God, no. a bigger I, thing. I have no. I, on the other hand, I'm what I'm almost thirty five, and while I never beat Battletoads or, or whatever, like I, the name Battletoads means something to me and mm-hmm. got me. And I thought the game looked good, but eventually got me interested into it, in it, and wanting to play it. Um, where I don't, I haven't touched Viva Pinata. I've never played Conquer. I've never played whatever that other one you mentioned was. Banjo Kazooie. Uh, that might Banjo just Kazooie. be Nintendo fan speaking. Um, really, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, so I was uh, as soon as we uh, over at Games Reviews, as soon as it came up, I, I saw it right away and was lucky to be able to jump on it and get it early. Obviously, I have Game Pass. I would have played it anyway, um, but. Uh, it's really good. You can go to gamesreviews.com right now and, and see my review that says it was written by Kevin Austin. Mm-hmm. But, but that's Ghostwriter. Okay. Yeah. That yeah, does I'm, my ghostwriter. He does. I'm Kevin's ghostwriter. I'm, I'm used to being a ghostwriter. So for you liked people. it? Yes. Yeah. Loved it. It's um. It. I played it on the second difficulty. There's three difficulties, Tadpole, Toad, and Battletoad. I played on Toad, and uh, it... Um, it was a good a good level. wasn't too hard, um, and definitely wasn't too easy. Uh, but I, I never got frustrated. Um, th- there was one time. There's one level where it's more of like a, a platformer where you have to get down to the bottom of the level while there's some goo chasing you. Oh, interesting. And there there was one part where you have to do kind of a free fall and not get impaled on any spikes. Um, and I didn't realize there was a button that made you float. So I was just trying to like, as you're plummeting to the ground, trying to go back and forth really quick to not get impaled by spikes. But um, only after like, I swear, 20 times, I realized there was, <laughs> oh, I realized there was a float button. So, and then wah, once I got, did that, I, I, I got through it. So, Appreciate so that's sort of, now I don't know if that's user error or if that's the game should have told me. Sure. One, you know, one thing um, I think it's been in the, in the marketing for the game is, it has a bunch of different genres. You know, there's the classic beat 'em up, um, side scrolling, left to right, beat 'em up kind of gameplay. There's the speeder bike gameplay. There, there's twin stick shooters. There's some puzzle platformers. Um, there's all sorts of different. Almost every level is a different genre, and, and, and each it's completely co-op. I can play this with Jack the entire yes, time. Yes, you can. Ooh, now I didn't nice. play co-op because I only I only have one controller. Sure. Um, but yeah, you can play the whole time. It's drop in, drop out. And uh, I think you guys will have a blast with it. I'm That's definitely what, playing it. So, what score yeah. did you give it? I gave it a nine. Oh wow! Um, now it's a you know it's a it's not a long game. I beat it in four hours. Okay. Had I not uh, had that little error in that in that level, <laughs> um, it would have been you know three forty five. So I beat it in four hours, and then in each level there are I think like five collectibles that you can find. They're just like yellow diamonds and so i found maybe half of them through the levels so i have you know 
easy to go back and replay all of those levels. Um, there's also each one has a time limit. Do you so, get anything for collecting like, them all? Do you get like a cool weapon or outfit or jacket or something? And just an achievement. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So, but but it's still it's a reason to go back and and hunt for things. Um, there's also like score chasing. I don't know that. I don't think there's any leaderboards though. Um, but not. you and the you chat compile being a score. Told it's currently running at a seventy on Open Critic and has a lot of fives and nines. <laughs> so it's pretty divisive. It seems that people either okay. really like it I, or they find it somewhat middling. I would wonder the the people who some of the people who don't like it. If it's because it's not what they wanted it to be, um, sure. I can see if you if you love the original Battletoads, you not being into this because partly because of the um, animation style, which I think it looks great. I think it looks good too. But yeah, it's every time very I've seen much it, I a like it looks pretty good. But like a late '90s, early 2000s Nickelodeon cartoon. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, which I think looks. I mean, yeah, I think it's great. But I could see where some people who are you know, grew up with Battletoads and sure. watched the Battletoads cartoon and, and all that kind of stuff would be like, oh, this isn't what I want. But again, it, this is for, this is going to appeal to Donnie and Jack. Right. Um, or, may, you know, maybe more I to mean, Jack. We did um, Street Fighter, or um, Street, Streets of Rage Streets together. of Rage. You probably like the first game though. he ever did mm-hmm. because we could never play a co-op together. He's seen me, like, oh. I've, I've showed him Streets of Rage because that's, that's a franchise I love. And so like, maybe mm-hmm. like one of the older ones that I really dig. And, we couldn't play them together on 3DS, right? So mm-hmm. when it came to Xbox, it was like, let's sit down. And we went through it together and we had a blast. So that's been my go for this the entire time was, yeah. well, if it's like that at all, maybe yeah. I got a chance I could sit down and play with them. And um, I don't want to derail your, your review, but one of the things with Game Pass that we've kind of talked about on this show and other shows for maybe the past year is its effect on game making. And one of the things that I thought that it could have is maybe it could mean shorter release games that I'm mm-hmm. totally mm-hmm. fine with. <laughs> yeah. I would love to have a four hour indie-ish game pass game every month. <laughs> you give me one right. of those every month. Um it's just kind of a maybe it's because I like Streets of Rage, but it's a kind of a comfort food. Like I like the idea that I can sit down and play something and beat it in a weekend or a week. And mm-hmm. I don't have to, you know, do the math that we gamers have accustomed to doing. And I have to plan out four months to figure out how to beat Cyberpunk when ultimately fail after 20 days of playing it straight, realize you're only 10% in, right? I, I like that. So I'm, I'm glad to hear it. That is that is one thing, you know, when I I beat it this morning um, and it gives you your total play time and, like I said, just over four hours for me. Um the game doesn't overstay its welcome. It's just as long as it needs to be. The levels are just as long as they need to be. And in the variety where you'll, you'll have a beat-em-up level and then the next level will be a speeder bike and then the next one will be some silly mini game that is just goofy. Um, and, you know, none of it overstays its, its welcome. Um, that also might be, too, why some reviewers weren't crazy about is the fact of the different genres. Like yeah. before, it was very much like, yes, you had your speeder bike level, but it was very much uh, to give credit, which is why I'm kind of surprised you weren't into it at all, Donnie, was it was very much Streets of Rage. It was Double Dragon, Streets of Rage. Like, that's what Battletoads was. It was just frogs instead of people. I just never. But, here's the thing. It's not that I didn't like it. I didn't ever yeah, heard about it. It, right, right, it never got saying. to me for right. whatever. I don't know what reason why. I think Streets right. of Rage is pretty popular. 
it has remakes and it yeah. gets virtual console support and gets right. re-releases well, and stuff. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I just never heard of it. It was literally was the first time. I remember when it was announced and everybody was like, Battletoads. I was like, I don't understand why everybody's yeah. excited. Uh, I'm, I'm a little confused too. The, like, I'm still going to play it. I'm, I'm excited to play it, but I'm a little confused too. Is the the choice of doing different genres like per level like that? That is a little weird to me. Just you saying that, and I didn't know yeah. that going into this. So that's well, a little bit of a surprise. I hope but. I didn't. Well, I mean, it doesn't really matter. matter. There's, I mean, there is a story here. The story's fine. It's a sure. Yeah, it's gonna be 2000. Era I wanted to ask you story. Is it like oh. an homage to the 90s? Is it full of like 90s puns and stuff? Or is it like very much an, a new, whole new thing? It's a modern? Um, it's a modern thing. I mean, I, okay. I think it. it's some of it, it's self-referential a lot, which mm. uh, even for me, I mean, flew over my head quite a bit. Um, you know, self-referential of past Battletoads games. Okay. So obviously you won't get that. But so that if you've really played it before, you'll, if you've got that nostalgia and you're bringing it to the table, yeah. you might get a little bit more payoff. That's That's cool. Yeah. Um, but I don't think there was, you know, major like '90s references or anything that I that I picked up on. Okay. Right. But uh, yeah, it's it's fun. I I love the variety. Now I was there aren't as many of the beat 'em up levels as I thought there would be. I kind of right. kept waiting. I was like, okay, <laughs> we keep doing um keep doing these other kinds of levels. When when are we going to get back to the bread and butter? And we didn't. But I liked what I was playing. So that's good. You know, what rather than grade it because it's not something, you know, great it because of what it is. Right. No, that um, makes sense. Um, so yeah, you can check out Seth's full review over at gamesreviews.com to set, check out his whole full rundown. Uh, but yeah, if you're not playing it, Seth says you should give it a whirl, especially if you have game pass. Why Absolutely. the heck not? Yeah. Play um, next up in uh, releases for Microsoft is Microsoft flight simulator also came out this week on game pass and steam. Of course, uh, currently, to, to no surprise here, the game is the highest rated game on PC this year and the highest rated game from Xbox Game Studios this generation. That's to no surprise? Yeah, I'm well, very I mean, surprised. Xbox Game Studios doesn't put out any games and wow. PC that, doesn't I mean, that's have, part any, of it. Wow. have any games. Certainly part of it right there. You guys but no, it, are killing me. <laughs> the, no, the, the reason I say to no surprise, Donnie, is that I knew going into this that this game production value was going to be absolutely through the roof. Now, I might challenge the fact that ten it's out called of ten a, through the roof. Well, no, this is this is what I'm saying. I might challenge the fact that it's called a game mm. because it's a simulator, and I and I get that there's missions and stuff. I get yeah, that, yeah. but the game it's not meant to be. Like you're not playing like uh, um, Rogue Squadron. You're not playing, you know, Star Fox. It's not that kind of flight type game. You're just I'm gonna take off and I'm gonna leave from Chicago and I'm gonna land in Ohio. Like that's that's what I'm doing. I played um, it. Yeah, I played it last night. Um, I installed it. I had a little rough. I had a rough landing. Tease a pun. It was a little rough out of the gate. I installed it and I tried to get back in. Every time I started a mission, it would like it. The load times are long. Mm. At least for me, <laughs> the load times are really long. I did in the, I think I read one it, review on it and it said like four minutes yeah. to get into uh, an airport. Like a mission. And yeah. I would do one. And uh, for the first maybe five that I tried, because I, I tried starting before dinner and it didn't work. And then I tried after dinner and it still didn't work. <laughs> so like, um, but yeah, so like 10 minutes would go by and I would just see this loading bar that was a hundred percent done and nothing would happen. So they I should keep- at least put you in like an airport queue, like having TSA patch you down while you're waiting <laughs> to at least make it a, an authentic experience. here. So I kept, I kept trying and I kept trying. And eventually when I rebooted the game on like the 10th time, it said, Oh, you've got a nine gigabyte update patch 
to run when it never did it the first time. So I uh, ran that and let that go again. Last night I started playing about one in the morning. <laughs> I was uh, hanging out after watching TV with the wife and I was like, I'm just going to sit down and play it. And I went through the training missions. I learned how to take off. I learned how to fly. I learned how to land. I flew a flight from uh, just south of Jacksonville to Atlanta because I, I said I wanted to land a plane in Atlanta because I've been on that runway. I know the airport. Mm. So I wanted to see something familiar. And I wanted to drive up the coastline. I thought that would look pretty. And it did. And it was cool. And it used like real world weather and, and the night yep. sky and everything it was awesome. And I landed my little plane in Atlanta and then I promptly uninstalled the game. Um, I won't say whether or not it is or isn't a game. I think you can make that case for a far right. more games than this one. Oh, yeah. Um, but I do understand the, the idea behind that premise. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely not something like I would be into playing. And I right. knew that before I got into it. We were talking about it a month ago, Kevin. I told oh, yeah. you I was going to yep. boot it up and land a plane. want to see yep. what it's like. But this is not something I ever had any intention of actually playing. No. Um, I won't install it when it comes to Xbox for that any for, for that matter. Um I turned all of the control assists on, every one of them. I tried to make this game as easy as possible. Yeah, yeah. I was playing on a controller, and even then, I still felt like I needed my mouse and keyboard. Yep. Maybe I don't, and maybe people out there that played it more, you know, can show me the reasons why, but I turned every assist on and everything that I could find, and there were still moments where I needed a hotkey that I'm sure you could map in some combination to the controller. It's just, it wasn't out of the box ready for that. Right. Like, even though I was using a controller, it was like, press alt F8, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I was like, oh God. And when I did it, actually, um, I've got the Logitech er- Ergo keyboard. So my function keys aren't exactly the same as like a, as a typical sure, one. Right. So like yeah, it yeah. started recording the game for whatever reason. <laughs> it's just like, oh my God. <laughs> um, and it was real touchy. That's the only feedback I can really give you. Like playing on a controller was real sensitive. So I toned that down a bit. And even then it's hard because it doesn't have standard console controller interfaces. Even navigating the menus is kind of weird with a controller. Right. Is this game coming to Xbox? It is. I don't remember. It's been totally really? announced for Xbox. They are going to bring it to Xbox. Uh, Phil Spencer said when they announced it, it'll be the first flight simulator to hit Xbox. And That's a I'm happy idea. because apparently, because you remember, we had the person in the chat that told us that it was going to sell Game Busters. He yeah. was right. People yeah. on Steam are buying this game left and right. Yes. Even with it I being told you it was going to sell like, a lot. I, I agree with you. You were the one that was shocked. I said, right. yes, it will, because it always sells well. But yeah, I just can't imagine it being, and Dev says in the chat that it's going to be 2021. I Like you said, th- these games are not meant to play on controllers. Like It, it is very much more uh, complicated than that. So I am really shocked that, number one, Xbox is going to be able to run it at the level that we are seeing it being run at right now. Maybe now obviously, everybody's computer is different. Mm. That's true. It could. It just seems like a weird choice to bring to Xbox. Like, I get you can you can do it, but as well as questions like why? Yeah, I, I, would, I, I would imagine if you're really into the experience, you're gonna want to play. Because I mean, look, I have the ultra wide monitor. I'm not gonna lie to you. It was really cool as I started making my approach right. into Hartsfield. I was like, that is Hartsfield. <laughs> like, yeah. It legit looks the same. I get it. And I saw I retweeted a few folks today from our the Xbox Empire on Twitter. If you guys want to follow us, um, there are f- folks that are like, "Look, we've been trapped in our house all year, and my daughter and I were planning to go to Disney World, and we couldn't make it, so we flew a plane there." And there's yeah, like all kinds of that. stuff like that today, and yep. that is cool. I'm not going to rob anything from them. Um, and this is just isn't a game I was into. My stance yeah. doesn't change. I saw yeah. people that were like, "Microsoft better buy this studio up, you know, because the game's so good." It's like, um. How about we, I don't, look, my stance, again, it's not changed. How about we make a, a different game? 
<laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. It's very cool, but yeah, it's just. It's just not for is, me. But, right. And, and I don't think it's going to be fine. for many, but for those that they're into. I saw a streamer today on Twitch, by the way, and they were very popular. I don't, I don't remember their name because I don't do the Twitch stuff, but they, they had like thousands of followers. It wasn't Dr. Disrespect. It was not him. Um, He's not playing. But they were dressed up like the Foo Fighter pilots. He's not playing on Twitch. In the, in the, in the music videos. And they oh, kept yeah, doing yeah. like commands. It was three of them. They kept doing it together and they kept checking, um, you know, they kept checking the dials and stuff and kept reading out commands to each other and making their approaches and they had little radio gifts and everything. I was like, that's pretty awesome. Like that's content that I don't think any other game can give you. It's role playing in real in like real life. You're just pretending you're airline pilots. Yeah. Now you need to get hammered first and then do that. To Man, if they had like uh-huh. stewardesses come in and stuff, that would have that would have taken it up a <laughs> now, notch. I didn't even think about part it. of that's part of the streaming experience, Donnie. You've got um, a woman in the household. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Let's not go here. Um, all right, Seth moving does on. not speak on behalf of the thoughts and condone. <laughs> the Xbox yeah. Empire does not condone. <laughs> no, yes. Yeah. This is why Seth is not invited on podcasts. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this isn't Prime, Seth. You can't get away with this stuff. We have a different <sighs> standards here. Um, but this is Xbox. Isn't Xbox edgy? Yeah, just because it's going to be a monolith box. Yeah. Not as, not <laughs> as edgy as Sega, I'll tell you that. Sega. Dude, I'm telling you, you guys got to watch that high score thing. There's a whole thing dedicated oh, to Sega, and we were just yeah, yeah. having a blast. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. Um, yeah. But So now onto the Xbox news. There's a lot also yes. that's been going on besides releases. So first one coming out, an upcoming Monster Energy Drink promotion slated to kick off September 1st. Obviously, I don't know if it's still going to happen, but it did list 200 prizes consisting of a copy of Halo Infinite and a Series X console with a total ARV value of $119,998, which if you do the math, equals $599.99 each. The fine print acknowledges that the MSRP has yet to be revealed, but we know that's not stopping anyone from running with those those hype things. Uh, Alana Pierce also added to this rumor when mentioning an anonymous source shared an internal SKU system for the Xbox Series X listed at $600. I hate this this rumor because uh, yeah. everybody ran with the headlines. Anybody worth their weight went back and checked like any other system launch where they found mm-hmm. the same anomalies and they reported that. But obviously that was like 10% of the blogs that ran with the story. Oh, sure. Like the headline came out and they were like, Xbox Series X is $600. Windows Central was like, well, the Xbox One did this and also and their promotion said it was $700 and it released it, you know. So yeah it's it's not i don't think it's gonna be 600 um, no it's it with promotions with companies doing giveaways they're they're full-on guessing at 100 percent. and and the one thing i will say though about the skew now every place is different but from my experience having worked at oh shoot toys r us kb toys best buy and target during console launches of variety varieties when a skews added into the system prior to the release date it was always 999 dollars not a weird number like five ninety nine ninety nine. So I'm not sure. Once again, every place is different. But my experience, typically the fault one would be something astronomical that people would not pay uh, to prevent it from happening. Um, but it was always a thousand dollars, not six hundred. So I'm not I'm not sure where to land on this. But if it's six hundred, dude, I that I'm not happy. Well, about that's that. that's where <laughs> I wanted to go with it because um, not for this rumor, but I do think there's a chance that exists that it could be six hundred. Uh, Microsoft did a big old tech tech deep dive at hot chips oh, yeah. this weekend where they talked about how powerful their chip is full rdna 2.0 has all the things in it um there's lots of console wars on twitter if you want to go get into it and find out about which chip is better i think it's pretty standard and accepted now that the xbox series 
chip, right? Their APU is going to be able to do things that the PlayStation One just can't, or at least have I the prefer, advantages of doing so. I prefer the Pringles chips. <laughs> the they hold um, up here. But the price for this chip, this manufacturing chip, and everything is going to be through the roof. It's going to cost a lot, and it might drive up the price of the console. I don't think it will. I still think that they're going to sell this at a loss. I think that's the whole point of having the S. Yeah. They're going to sell the X at a loss. They're going to make up the revenue on the S. I think that's the whole point of the, the two structure. Um, I think so. I think it would be dead in the water for Xbox to not match PlayStation. And I said that, this isn't me trying to say I'm right, but I said that like a year ago, right? I've been saying this the whole time. Oh, yeah. I don't think Xbox will announce a price until PlayStation announces a price because it screwed them last time. There's there, There's no incentive to do it. Sony is the market leader. They have the built-in install base. They're going to have built-in sales. When the moment Sony announces pre-orders, they're going to sell out because they already have people that they don't have people that are going to buy them without trying to choose. Xbox yeah. is the one that has people trying to choose. They have all the incentive to hold out as long as possible. If it's a day before the damn thing launches, they should just. There's well, no so incentive for them to not to launch early. That's what I was going to bring it up. Was the rumored release dates we saw. Yeah, as Xbox coming out first, doesn't it? It so does by they, a week. They so they do have to announce. Sony could wait till the week before. They could. Xbox cannot. I think they would just delay. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, that's true. Microsoft's like, all right, you know what? It's not coming out. Now. Right. Guess it's, what? It's, it's. I mean, when you get down to it, Xbox is the one that has to make a pitch to make people think yes. twice. Yeah. So there's no point in being a dollar more. Like they just yeah. can't. They just can't. They have to match, even if their box cost. Thousand dollars more to make doesn't matter. They have to match. They have even to if match. it's the most powerful. They have to match. They have. Yep, they have you. to match. So they're going to. And I think that's why the S exists. We've had this question for a few weeks. I don't. I didn't really want to burn it, but I'm going to, because the S is very interesting. Because somebody asked us a question like, why would anybody want it? Because it only is like it's targeted at at 1440p or 1080p for displays. Because not a lot of right. people have 1440p, yeah. you know, dedicated displays. And I think it's a, it's a good question to ask in 2020. Like, why would anybody want this now? And I mean, the real question is price, right? I think there's a lot of people out there with a Switch or with a PlayStation that look at an S and they go, "That's a way I can buy into Game Pass without investing a whole lot." Yeah, I, the only thing I'm concerned with is is we're looking at now they haven't officially announced it, so we don't know 100. percent But we've seen speculation stuff, specs on it and stuff like that. Yeah, it appears on paper. Now it may run differently based on the operating system, whatever tricks they do. But appears on paper, it's not as powerful as the Xbox One X. So so, so why there's, there's, buy the S? And I'm regard? glad you said that because there's yeah. a lot to that. Um, and Digital Foundry will have the last say, and you might Absolutely. end up be right, but I don't think so because of yeah. a lot of different factors. It's not a matter of of sheer output; it's a matter of efficiency. Um, right. The Xbox One X has a higher teraflop output. The problem is the Xbox One X has the same CPU as the Xbox One, and that's a huge bottleneck. The Xbox Series S won't have that bottleneck, so it doesn't have to have the raw output mm -hmm. to equate to the same things. And sure. let's also just point out the Xbox um, One X does 4K. The Xbox mm -hmm. Series S will not. So the fact that it's in the same ballpark <laughs> as the One X with a totally different graphical output means that it's going to be so much faster and capable of doing the things. So the S is the same as the Series X in every way but the GPU. Yeah. Like it is the exact same CPU, the SSD and everything. So you will have all the features of next gen without 4K quality. I kind of agree with the question. 
by the way. I wouldn't want to buy a non-4K box today. And I say that as somebody who has a Switch, and I've been saying for the Switch for the last two years that I wish they did a Switch Pro, right? Because even Switch games aren't 1080p the whole time. Right, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Switch Pro <laughs> may not even get your 4K, but yeah. Right? So I understand it. Um, and the only case that I can really make for it is that it's a cheap way to get into Game Pass. I could see somebody out there being like, man, I really like Game Pass. And like you could keep the console you have, or maybe you don't have one. That's probably more apt for what this is product is. Because yeah. there's no point in replacing your X if you've got one, right? Mm-hmm. Like your load times would be longer, but you know, that's not worth a hundred dollars or whatever. Like just keep what you've got. You know, it's just an option for people that are like, I'm gonna get a PlayStation 5 for Spider-Man, but I would like to have Game Pass. And it's like, well, we've got an option for that. It's I think it's gonna be two ninety nine. I've been saying that the whole time. Yeah. That's not a bad like secondary console it's not going to be day one right but you know day 120 day 200 yep. you start getting that second year after you buy a ps5 and after when halo, halo finally comes, comes out, out. right right <laughs> and when halo comes at forza comes out like maybe people are out there and I, I don't i'm not trying to defend it um i just think i think it's smart because nintendo has proven that not the entirety of video gamers do not care about raw output and resolutions and quality of games aren't can't be measured just that way right yeah, 4k yeah. doesn't equal like we say the same thing about uh the last of us not 4k <laughs> completely oh, gorgeous true. completely gorgeous right so it's like that's a dumb way of measuring you know something infinitely anyway so if you on, accept on that doctrine hand, go ahead right now microsoft's marketing around series x has right. all been halo infinite it's which the, is gone, right? And it's the most powerful console ever, so. which it is. But but I guess Game Pass is right. the and the S is just kind of their way of trying to make a trying to placate to the people that aren't yeah. interested in their higher price model. But I I agree. Like I wouldn't. I I personally zero interest in an S even as a secondary box. I'm like, no, I'd probably just buy another one <laughs> um, because I I would not want to go. Like, I feel that way with Switch. Even the Switch now has basically become a portable machine for me. I play my yeah. Switch Lite. It's really the only way I play 90% of the time. Because the on-TV product, in my eyes, just doesn't hold up as much. Unless I'm playing, like, an indie game where it doesn't matter, right? Yeah, yeah, You know, but, like, Breath of the Wild or anything that actually is supposed to do something. Like, every time I put it on the TV, I'm like, oh, this could be better. It's interesting. Uh, the, as for the the thing in, in the MSRP, I love that uh, nobody did the math on the game that was included. Like it's included. I was Halo. thinking the same thing too because the game's free. It's you really dumb. Um, but yeah, no, I, I was thinking the same thing too. I was like, that really wouldn't be six hundred. It would be like five, uh, what forty? Yeah. <laughs> so to give the way, XP so. some some love, Haley pointed out that they're required by law to put in a manufacturing cost of the contents there within. And I don't know oh, that right. to be true or confirmed, but I mean, I I'll think believe you're right. it if she said it. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, we all know that consoles cost more to make <laughs> than yeah. what they're sold for. So, again, I don't think it's going to be five ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Now, when the news came out, I did say that I wouldn't buy it at 600 If it you was, will. in fact, 600 I think I would. I've come yeah. back on that now. I know you would. I, the I only didn't think reason, that for a second. The only reason is because I've saved for it. If I didn't save for it, it'd be a hard, it'd be a hard ask. Sure. But I've yeah. been saving for months for it. So, like, I have 500 cash ready to go. If yeah, it was 600, I'd just, yeah, I would, but yeah. I, I don't think it's going to be. So I don't think it matters. I agree. Um, you want to do the next story? Sure. So Rand told us last week that there was some big Game Pass news coming and he kind of hinted to it. And especially off air, he kind of told us some things. He mentioned yep. some developers and things like that. I'm not going to mention them. Um, I've heard them out. They're out there. I think one of them's crazy. 
<laughs> yeah. I kind of don't believe it. That's that's the bit. It's not that I want to tease people. One of them is like, I don't believe it. So <laughs> I won't believe it until I see it. But he said that it's coming. Cyberpunk to Game Pass. You've heard it here first, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. No, I'm just, no, nope, uh, calm down. Jeff Grubb jumped off that and he said the next Xbox news might be delayed. After the Halo stuff, he said it's probably going to yeah. be delayed to September. But he did continue to hint at something. And this is also coming off the heels of Phil Spencer went on the Animal Talking Show and mm-hmm. he said that they have big Game Pass news coming. And in a response on Twitter, uh, Jeff Grubb had the following to say. He said, believe it, quote, and he put this in quotes, I'm ready to play, yep. which led the Internet to speculating a lot of EA Play, the yep. EA Access subscription huh. that just got rebranded um, to EA Play. A lot of people are running off of that and people are starting to speculate. Could Xbox and EA have some sort of partnership to merge their subscriptions or add it as an add-on. I've heard so many different takes on this. I don't know which way to take it best. So I'll throw them all out there and let you guys tell me what you think. I've heard that Microsoft just includes it in Game Pass. Like just, that's the easiest way possible. It's just if you subscribe to Game Pass, you now have e-access, Microsoft pays the money, and that's cool. I've also heard that it's like a cable TV package where if you subscribe to Game Pass, you get EA access at a discount. So it's originally $30 a year. So maybe you get it for $20 a year or something okay. like that. And they figured out monthly. I've also heard. So the big part of the EA play rebranding is the EA play pro where you pay a higher price. It's a hundred dollars a year and you get day and date full access to EA games all year long. So you no longer have limited to the 10 hour trial. Right. I've heard that maybe that is being or incorporated some way with Game Pass, possibly at a discount. So maybe it's $50 a year on top of Game Pass, but you get full EA Play Pro or whatever. I've heard a lot of different ways of taking it. Um, but it does seem like there's a lot of speculation and rumor out there that EA might be doing a deal with um, Microsoft and Game Pass. And I, I was even thinking... This rumor comes at a good time because after Halo's delay, I told you that I think they need to go out there and they need to find a game to put in a game pass, to launch in a game pass, not, not right. come later, launch in a mm-hmm. game pass. And I was not thinking cyberpunk because I think the Brinks truck isn't big enough. I, I said nope, that. I'm with you. I was thinking something more wide net casting. Mm-hmm. And what if it's just kind of like, what if this is a way of just saying like, Hey, Rogue Squadron, launches into game pass hey you know mad launches into game pass like you just if you're a game pass subscriber you get it i think that does something it's not huge but it does something i think that does something for a lot of people i think that enhances the xbox series x attractiveness like hey yeah you can buy the other console or you can buy this one and you get star wars for free you get madden for free that's not a terrible pitch to counteract like the masses you know uh affirmation that is spider-man I mean, if you if you have a console that has Madden, has the EA game for free, I mean, that's almost a no-brainer. I, I mean, kind not, of agree. It's not free, but... It, well, if it's just included Facebook. in Game Pass. Like, and, yeah, and, yeah. and so there is some benefit here, right? Um, I wanted to say that. I'm sorry that I left that off. I'm really excited to see Xbox start to move the needle with their Game Pass subscriptions because they're starting... We've been saying it forever, right? Game Pass is the platform. Like, that's a buzz mm-hmm. thing on Twitter. Everybody's saying it. But Xbox has yet to really treat it like that. But today even, um, I'm not sure if you guys saw it. If you guys buy, uh, I think it's Justice League, if you're a Game Pass subscriber, you get half off. 
that's the ticket for Game Pass because they're starting to do it, right? Like you can get Grubhub and you can get Spotify. Like they're starting to treat Game Pass as a way of marketing a mass amount of people to other people. And they probably have some data that says like, I don't know, I'm just going to throw out a weird number. It's not meant to be true, but they probably have some data to be like half of our Game Pass subscribers subscribe to EA Access. So EA, what if we don't, what if we make you whole and then we'll just incorporate your games into game pass because if they incorporate into game pass think about this way you don't have to launch the ea access app to download the games you just see them in game pass like you already do you get x cloud for madden and nba and star wars and all the other ea stuff like ea doesn't have an nba game they do they have live yeah (laughs) it's middling but they have it Hasn't been there for two years, three years. Right. But you get what I'm saying? Like you have all these added benefits to EA by joining their subscription. That's infinitely more popular than EA access on this one platform. Well, if you, if you notice NBA 2K just dropped off or is dropping off of um, game pass. Ah, First. Yeah. I don't, I mean, it might, might be related. It might not be. Yeah. I have no idea if it is or not. We're speculating here, but like, I'm just trying to come up with scenarios where game pass and EA access makes sense. And I think that's one of them. Like uh, that gives them a lot of value. And I was even thinking like, maybe it's not a, you get game pass. Maybe you get EA access for free. Maybe it's not free. Maybe it's, if you're a game pass subscriber, you get everything that's in EA access vault for free. So not the new games, but all of the games as they come to the vault. Because that would be like 300 more games in the Game Pass. I threw 300 out there, but there's a lot of games in EA Access I would say Xbox. I'm, I, so I looked... There's I a looked lot. It's not 300, earlier. but there's a lot of games in there. Well, no. See, that's that's kind of what I'm questioning here. So I looked at your EA Access because for whatever reason now I can actually... I don't know if I can use it, but I can see it now as games Ooh, before nice. I couldn't see it. So I, I tapped into it just to see what was there, and there wasn't more than 40 games. Oh, there's way more than that. I, that's what I'm for sure. So you're not seeing everything. Okay. The Vault has... Every sports title for every year that's come out, like in in the last you know ten years, and okay, then it, that, it, I definitely say that. it I also was, has it also has all the three sixty games. That's the thing where the library really picks up. It's got yeah. all the three sixty experiences that you don't get on other, on other platforms. All right, I'm I'm all right. Let's see. Number one, if this happens, uh, I think the most likely is your option one there, where you just said EA Play comes to Game Pass. It's included the old games, not the new stuff. Right, that's the easiest one. This, this, my issue here is I don't consider this big Game Pass news because I really like Ooh. if it was every new Madden drops, every new Star Wars game drops. Yes, that's big. I don't see that being likely. I don't see EA giving up those rights when the, their games, even though while maybe not the top of the, the gaming priority for us here at PSVG, they sell a gajillion copies of Madden a year. I don't see the incentive for Microsoft to say, hey, We'll give you some money. I don't see it being what they would make otherwise. Like it have to be incentivized to be like, all right, it's worth our, our while to do so. Uh, the secondhand market, yes, they lose a ton of money on that when people trade it in. You can buy Madden for like ten bucks a year after it's been out. That declines the value, which makes you think it would be the older games if they do it. Right. But I don't. I don't know that the quality of those games, like to me, that's just as middling as we talk about some of the the stuff that Xbox Studios is giving us. It's not always great games sometimes they're good sometimes they're okay i just see more of that like i just pulled battlefield up, uh, hardline you get to play that now it's like sure. okay that's when on sale for two dollars 90 times what difference does it make that i need to now right, but potentially think about it pay more it's, to get it's, access it's the to. playstation now argument that people have brought up let's say it is the vault right madden usually comes to the vault after six months after release so that means after six months after release of every ea game 
So Titanfall, Star Wars, Rogue Squadron, Madden, NHL, Battlefield, they all just come to Game Pass for free. That's that's pretty big news. So, so I I would disagree with you there. I, I waited um, as a you know primary PlayStation gamer, waited for years for EA Access to come to PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And it finally comes a year ago, and I subscribed to it. I think I played Madden early and then never touched it again. And I, <laughs> I dove into a couple other games, and I liked the Madden game. It was good. I just, I yeah. mean, I didn't buy it. I, the reason that I wanted EA Access was to not buy the sports games it was sure. to have access to them well what i found was six months later i don't i didn't care about you know i sure i want to play madden when the nfl season kicks off right um yep. so and that's why i liked once once ea play and the the ea play pro has been around for a, for a long time on pc and it's still on pc mm-hmm. i mean it was called something different right but, yep um so until that comes over to console i but if you're an EA oh. subscriber, you still get in the ten hours, so you can still play like day one. Right, but I, but my experience is I just didn't. I got you. Um, oh, look, I mean, I can't tell you to play, you know, EA games if you're not into it, right? <laughs> right. Like, yeah, there's right, nothing right. I can do about that, Kevin. I'm looking up true achievements. It looks like there's 88 games in here. I'm okay. not seeing a whole lot of Xbox 360 titles. I think this is just 88 Xbox One games. Okay, that are in the in the vault because I'm I'm looking I mean, for like legit. things like black and things that I know are there. Yeah. They're not on this list, so I don't think they're including them. But I but mean that, that also legit. includes Madden 13, Madden 14. It does, 15, it does, Madden and it's like 16. NHL 15, 16, 17. Man. Of course, yeah, and it's got I mean like, that, that Dead is a Space lot of games. one, two, and three, and right. all that stuff. Don't get me wrong, like something like this would have some gems in it. But if it's something that Microsoft is going to say, hey, as a as a Microsoft gamer, Kevin, you now need to spend an extra. $10, a year on top of your game pass. I don't know that there's enough there for me. That's so for the, the, for the, the point for yeah. the dude, bro gamers that just play call of duty and Madden that we like to poke fun of. That might be a great deal. So you sit there and say, Hey, you know, Joe Schmo, you can buy this new Xbox series X, get game pass. See, get I think EA the access, big news, you got everything you need. I like, think the big news is that Microsoft just brings it in and they incorporate it. That's the big news is that so, there's no cost to anybody. It's just now a part of Game Pass. If yeah. you had a subscription, it's been converted. Like that's the big news is if yeah. you buy Xbox and you buy Game Pass, EA is just a part of it now. It's just a partner. So this, this article that I just pulled up is from May 2019. So it's, you know, over a year old, but at that time, EA Access and Origin Access had a combined three and a half million subscribers. And I don't, that may, that was actually before PS4 yeah. launched. So, so I, don't, yes. I mean, I don't know what that number is. So that's maybe, what I'm saying. Maybe by, it's, it's double that now. By but marketing even, to the platform, we know that yeah. Xbox has over 10 million Game Pass yep. subscribers. You know, so if they go to EA and they're like, hey, you know, like we get you over here, you'll probably make up on DLC and stuff what you're already yep. getting for subscriptions. Yeah, that, and that, that's where I was going with it, where if you have an audience of 10 million and, you know, 1% of, maybe 10% of the people pick that up and, and put some money into it. And hell, here we are trying to make sense of the money, and it doesn't even matter. Like, it's not us. We don't care. We're not eating it. Well, no. Like, Kevin, if you yeah. had Madden just day and date into Xbox, would you play it? Maybe. No. I would well, play okay, but Star Wars. No, 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 I, if the I Last get, no, Jedi yeah. launched day and date into Game Pass, you'd play it. Yes. So right, the right. Last, last Jedi still isn't on Game Pass. I know. So it's not. not oh, you mean on any access? 
Yeah, well, so I, I know EA access, but I but mean, so, so here's the thing too. So to play devil's advocate here, like I said, I this would be cool if this if this is all true. This is cool. Why bother rebranding it to EA Play if it's not going to matter? Like if it's just part of Game Pass, you well, don't I need think the EA Play part on was PlayStation. For, that's for PC, really. They haven't announced PlayStation it. and on PC. Yeah, the Pro hasn't come anywhere else. Right, but why even change the name at all if it's only for if it's only two platforms anyway? Like, what's the? So I, I heard a reason for that. I mean, I don't know if you want to hear it, but I heard a reason for that, and it actually think it makes a lot of sense. The reason that I heard on another podcast was they think the name is better marketing strategy. They think EA Access sounds exclusionary, where they think EA Play sounds welcoming. I literally heard that reason, and I was like, that's that's probably it. That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't want to argue it because, like you said, this would this would be cool. And if it's free to to Game Pass, it's that's even better. It's a it's a great thing. I don't know. Like I, you and I have talked numerous times now. Like we need that one killer app to come through and, and help with this Xbox Series X launch. I don't yeah. know that this is that because once again, what are they going to have for launch? It's it's a cool added feature. Yeah, great. More for Xbox. You know, Team Xbox, Team Game Pass. Let's just continue that value add. It's just not what I would have hoped for, but I would definitely try out certain things every now and then. Sure, and I don't think it is either. I do think, I do think though. Let's say the partnership is what we think it is. Let's say they just include subscriptions. Yeah, I do think it paves the way for them to maybe cherry pick a game or two from EA to launch in a game. That would be great. You know, like down the road, like let's say they announce this and they're like, hey. Rocket Arena 2. EA Access is now part of Game Pass. If you're a Game Pass subscriber, guess what? You're going to get Dragon Age launching in a Game Pass. Like it could be something like that. Yes. Um, and so, but I agree with you. I don't think this is going to make, make anybody run out to, to buy an Xbox right, right out of the gate, but I, I think it's, it's definitely added benefit for your value. And I'm excited to see what Game Pass Ultimate could be now that Xbox is treating it like what I think it, they're treating it as. It's, it's kind of like they're going around and they're shopping this user group that they have. You know, they have this group of people. They're like, Hey, if you cut us a deal, we've got 10 million people that are dying to play your game. And here's all the stats that we have that can show you about what they'll do. And let's, mm-hmm. let, let's show you what the DLC that these people buy. Look how much we sold DLC for this game when it came to Game Pass. You know, look how many people bought this, you know, and, and all the other consoles. Look how much console sales went up on PlayStation when they brought their stuff to Game Pass. I know people don't want to hear that, but that's a powerful tool. It's a really powerful tool when you're at the negotiating table. Yeah. And I think all of this are signs that Xbox seems to be swinging that gavel that direction. And uh, I don't know. I think it's exciting. I think it's cool. I, I'd be excited to see what it could be and 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 I, I just want to say i mean i i've had ea access since it launched and every year and i look back like seth does and i go did i really play it a bunch and every year <laughs> i play madden like six hours the day it comes out sure. and yeah. then i stop playing it for something else and then eventually comes the vault and i keep playing it anyway jack plays madden i don't think i've ever exhausted my 10 hours on the demo and felt like oh i need to buy the game that's never yeah, happened yeah. um but i've definitely taken advantage of those 10 hour demos a bunch and I plan on doing the same with squadrons or whatever it's called. What's it called? What's the the Star Wars squadrons. game? Is it squadrons? Yeah, it's not Rogue yeah. Squadron, right? It's just squadrons. No, no. Squadrons. Yeah. If it if it even gets a demo, EA. Of course, it's a different game than uh, Jedi was. Yeah. Jedi didn't get the the. Demo. They might not because it's a smaller experience. We know about limited like, things. They may, yeah, they they may keep that, but yeah. Yeah. And like um, uh, what what one thing that turned me off of EA Access was um, NHL when it launched. You know, the, the promotions, you get 10 hours of time. So yeah. I downloaded it. And then just whatever happened, I wasn't able to play it for the five days before the actual game. So I get on on launch day thinking I'm going to get 10 hours. And I didn't get it. It was done. My preview was over. 
um, mm. which wasn't, and maybe that was it. Maybe that's a well-known thing. I, I don't know, but that was like, oh, well, this isn't what I thought I was getting. Um, and then I just really, I just never, never have played it. Um, so I didn't renew it. I may get it on Xbox, um, partly because of the 360 games. Um, I think that's, I, and, I know we talk a lot about backwards compatibility and how much it does or doesn't, you know, mean a thing. I brought that up a bunch when Xbox, when EA Access finally came to PlayStation. It came to PlayStation for the same price without any of the 360 library. And I think that's a part of, like, a huge part of EA Access. Like, I was kind of wondering, oh, I was true. Like, why are people buying that? Yeah. Um, you're missing half of the games. Um, but obviously, I wasn't thinking just sports games. I was thinking, like, largely, like, you're missing Dead Space. Like, what are you doing? Right. You know, like, there's a lot of 360 games that EA did really well that are fun to play. Hmm. But for 30 bucks a year, it's a if sweet you deal. can hold off from buying, I mean, it's a good deal. Plus, yeah. I mean, I play Apex Legends, and any purchase on that, you get 10% off. So, I mean, I, I've gotten my thir- I got my $30 out of it, but I didn't get as much value as I could have. All right, moving on. We're going a little long here. Um, Phil Spencer showed up on Animal Talking, uh, Gary Wood's Animal Crossing-themed talk show on Twitch, um, and he had this to say. I will say, number one, he for once did not look high, thanks to the graphics of Animal Crossing. Um, but Phil said, we want people to feel like they're a member of Xbox, and that membership in Xbox isn't about one device. It can be multiple devices. I want to have a great experience on the television, and I think Xbox Series X is absolutely going to deliver that, and I'm incredibly excited by the lineup of games that we're building. What games? But it is a fundamental difference than the traditional console wars people talk about. How many consoles do I sell versus how many consoles does another company sell, Sony or Nintendo or other companies back in the day? We're just not. That's not our approach. If a traditional console war was our approach, we wouldn't put our games on PC. We wouldn't put our games on Xbox One. We wouldn't do xCloud and allow people to play their games on their phones. I put this in here because I thought it was a, I think it was really hitting a statement at the right time with the Halo delay for one. Two, mm-hmm. I brought this up because I get the sense, and this might just be, if you think I'm being fanboy, I want I want you to tell me. I get the sense from our Discord the folks I follow on Twitter, the podcast that I listen to, I hear people say Xbox is playing by a different game and then measuring Xbox by the same standards that they measure PlayStation and Nintendo. Oh, yeah. And yep. it's very contrasting and it's contradictory. And I wanted to put this in here because I want to give credit to Xbox for walking the walk and not just talking mm-hmm. the talk. I think there's a lot of case to be made that Phil Spencer says a lot of fluffy things. Like, if you yeah. go back oh, yeah. and quote Phil Spencer for the last four years, every year is the most amazing year in gaming, right? Like, there's a lot. But on this topic, I think he's seriously chosen a side. He's being serious. But it's so funny because people, I hear them say it. Like, they honestly, it's like they, they say it before they say the other thing. It's it's the precursor to the butt. They go, well, Xbox doesn't care, but they're not going to sell a Series X at all. This, You know, it's it's weird. And I just... I don't know. I believe in the approach. That's why I was excited to to join the Empire with Nathan when I did. That's why I decided to keep it going with Empire as he stepped away. I believe in this approach. I'm I'm with it. I buy their their mantra. Mm-hmm. I'm all about it. I'm all in. And I think they are too. I just don't think I would say I'm gonna say you, Kevin. It's mainly Kevin. I'm gonna say you or our Discord or or maybe even better, the global we as video gamers have caught up to it yet. I think we say it, we think we see it, but we've still yet to adopt it as like a reality or a potential 
possibility that they really don't care. <laughs> and it's not that they don't care. I'm sure they want to sell as many Series X as possible. That's why they make them, right? But the reason they're selling them or how they're selling them is they're like, hey, you love Xbox? You love the Game Pass games you got? What if they were better? Buy this new console. They're better. And But all we keep hearing is, but they've got Spider-Man, but Halo's delayed, but the launch line. Like, we're very, we're treating it like it's a traditional console. Like, it's Sega Genesis. Like, it's Dreamcast. And it's it's totally not. And he's right, though. It's It's that second phrase, right? He's completely right. Before you go, well, he's just saying that because they're losing. You're saying, but it's not. No. Because if he was being dishonest, he wouldn't put their games on PC. You wouldn't make them available via the phone. Like they're walking the walk. They're literally telling you, you don't have to buy a Series X. You don't have to. Like you can just play no. them on the phone. Well, that's, that's the thing. And, and this is where I, I agree with you to an extent, but this is where I'm drawing the line here. They 100% are playing a different game. And we 100% as gamers still compare them to the other consoles because that's all we have to measure some sort of success. Keeping in mind that Microsoft does not release numbers. Yeah. So that always leaves us guessing that it's the worst case scenario when in reality, we don't we don't freaking know. What this carefully crafted marketing message is really... Well, he didn't write it. He said it. He, it <laughs> trust me. This was pre-planned. This this was too good of a statement to talk about off the top of his head, especially watching Phil Riff live. I mean, I watched he's not, the show. He's not this good. Right, right. But I'm just saying, he's, this, this statement was planned. The reason is, is what Microsoft's game is, is they don't care if you buy a new console. They care you buy a console. Yeah. Then their focus as, and what they to, are to measuring. To include their, xCloud, that's a console. To include your PC, yes, that's a console. Yes. Absolutely, and that, that's, I'm, not, I'm not disputing that. Their goal and how they are at Microsoft is measuring their success with their conversion rate on these subscription services. Yeah. Yep. That's 100% what it is because they don't care if, you know, PlayStation, Sony sells, you know, 10 million consoles. Well, how many of those consoles are going to be dropped after whatever game comes out and nobody's actively using that? Microsoft wants to continuously have you always using their products, their services, their whatever. It's become a lifestyle type product for yep. them versus a selling units. Because if they sell a unit and you never use it and you never subscribe to it and you never buy a game, that, that doesn't matter. It's the razor blades. Focusing on it's the numbers. razor blades instead of the razor. Bingo. And the thing that it's not like, look, it's not that I'm bothered by it. Don't get me wrong. That's not what I'm getting. It's just that I, I kind of wonder when the switch will flip. Like, when will people actually catch up to it and stop treating it like everything is the same, like it's the same across the board? Because I don't think it no, is. No, Nintendo fans want to buy the same game over and over again. They don't want to have a <laughs> subscription where they just have it. Right. You see what I'm saying? It's like yes, people act. I guess, you know, here's the thing. Here's what I want to say. People say the statement like, I don't need a Series X. I'll just keep what I have or I'll have a PC. They say it like negative. They're like, I don't, yeah. you know, I don't need to. And it's like, that's not a negative. That's a positive. That's a good yeah. thing. You're right. Microsoft's like, but you're keeping your subscription. We cool, man. We're that's good. good. That's fine. That's the we're, issue that we're going to sell the console at a loss. Anyway, we'd actually prefer you didn't buy it because we won't lose money. We already have you dude. Just keep subbing. Yeah. That's the thing that I can't like, that's the part of it that I keep coming back to. And I'm like, yes. I don't understand this. People are like, mm -hmm. well, I don't know why anybody's bought. I have a PC and it's like, yeah, you do. That's awesome. Play on your PC. You can do that. I guess the question then is, I just want to ask people, like, are you actually playing it? I guess would be the follow up. Yeah. Like, are you playing it? Did you play that's, Gears Tactics or Flight Sim or Ori? Like, did you play it? No, you didn't play it. Okay. Well, never mind. But yeah, yeah. I, I just, I just want to give them a little credit because I think it's yeah. real easy to say, you know, like, 
we want to support all devices and we just care that you're a subscriber. Like those are nice fluffy marketing things. It's another thing to say it. And then after Halo is delayed and people are, it's another thing to then stick your foot in the ground and say Still it. Again. Say it. Yep. Like they're yep. seriously saying it. I give them a lot of credit for that. Uh, it's been yep. a rough week over there for them and they, they didn't change a bit. Like, we yeah. don't care. It's just this industry is so focused on units sold that that mind state isn't shifted. Microsoft is ahead of this game in that regards, 100%. And the issue is that as long as not everybody's doing the same thing, the industry isn't going to change. And the, the topics, the headlines still will always be Sony sells 10 million consoles this holiday. Microsoft sells three. And you're right. It doesn't matter because the Microsoft may be making more money by not selling the darn consoles. They don't care. They just want you playing. Uh, but that will never be the headline, unfortunately, for now, until the market culture shifts. Do we think this uh, is like two years away? Because that's that's ultimately why I bring it up. It's like, when do we get to the point where that doesn't become the, the butt after every sentence? I mean, who knows? If, if Keep in mind, Sony still hasn't pulled back the curtain on everything. Who knows? Maybe they're launching PlayStation now as a Game Pass competitor. We, we don't well, know that'd yet. That would be cool. If that happens, then that might change the conversation a little bit, but we we honestly don't know. Then we'd see uh, then, a real arms race for Game Pass Exactly. Content. So that that could happen. We don't know. But do I think it's going to happen? I, I hope so. I, I would hope that Sony tries to get competitive with it and not just say, we're sitting on the throne, come and get us, because that's what happened from PS2 to PS3, and we saw how that went for Microsoft. So they have the lead. Don't sit back and just relax again. Um, but yeah, I think until that culture shifts, at least with Sony, not so much Nintendo, because as we always talk about, Nintendo doesn't really compete with these folks. <laughs> doing they're, on a, they're on, they're they're on, on yet toys. a different plane. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a different, it, it's weird. We have Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo all with different agendas, but we still compare them by units sold. The same uh, and, measure of success. The exact exactly. same measure of success. Exactly. And here's the I thing, it's not even though. revenue. It's no. just units sold. <laughs> Yep. It doesn't matter if the unit sold is making money or losing money. It doesn't matter if the people that buy the unit buy 10 games or one game. It is literally just this one number. Yep. How many units did you move? Who cares if you made 500 billion or 100 bucks? Did you sell the most boxes? Exactly. Um, all right, moving on. We have two more kind of stories here. We'll we'll go over uh, semi-quickly here. Microsoft details the new Xbox Experience dashboard coming to Xbox this November. Very sorely needed. Thank you very much, Microsoft. Um, highlights features here is home screen loads 50% faster on boot up. Awesome. 30% faster load when returning from a game. Also awesome. Uses 40% less memory than previously required. Awesome again. And the store app launches in two seconds. That is huge because that store app is god awful it is on the awful. Xbox dashboard. And the new one for insiders is great. And it looks like if you've seen the new one, um, because the, the store leaked two months ago. So if you've seen yeah. a new store, basically the entire new UI is built off that same principle. So Perfect. it's all rounded corners, Metro design. It's very sleek. Um, so I'm really excited about it. They did say that this new experience will be rolling out to insiders in the next mm. weeks. So by the time series X comes, people are going to be kind of used to it, used to this dashboard and ready to go. Absolutely. Um, Kevin, you absolutely called it this dashboard approach. They did mention Totally the new thing on the new Xbox app, on the Game Pass app, on PC. Yep. It is the system, it, it, the platform. Mm-hmm. Game Pass is the platform. It's the platform. Yep. It now runs the Xbox. It runs your phone. It runs your PC. It's all the exact same thing. Market saturation. Did you see um, the um, Did you see the video? Either of you see the video? Yes, I did. So the one thing that I wanted to bring up about this was they mentioned very specifically that they think the on-screen keyboard and using a keyboard with a controller is too slow. So mm-hmm. in the future, when you take a capture with that shiny new screen share button on your new Xbox controller, it will automatically send that capture to your phone for you to instantly share it with any social network you have. 
Oh, so it's just going to ping you. And it's like, hey, here's your capture. And you click on it. And you click the share button. And you keep going. Uh, as I they like said, it. and I was wondering, do you like it? Because I, I could see some people like, I don't want to use my phone. And I, I'm sure you don't have to use your phone. No, it's just but I think they're right, right. Because right now, when I'm doing clips, like like the Fortnite one I posted earlier tonight, it's, you know, you have to save the clip. Yep. Then you have to upload to the, menu. the clip from from your Xbox Live to your PC, go on your PC, trim it, and then you have to upload it back to share it on different platforms. Yep. If I could just do that easier without having to take that extra step of downloading it and then editing, if I just know it's going to download, great. I don't care if it's on my phone or if it's direct to my PC. That would just be one less step I need to worry about. So I'm I'm for that. I, I think that's great. So do I. Um, I don't think you don't have to do all that to share. But the one thing that I don't like about sharing that I'll back you up on it is if you want to share a clip directly from your Xbox, you have to pre-register your account, which I did years ago. So that's not the big deal. Right, but you right. actually have to wait for the entire media to load and the tweet to send yes. out before you can get yep. back to your game. Yep. So if you're trying to do something in real time, like during a load screen, yeah, it totally yeah. ruins it. Yep. Right. So it's yeah, like kind of get it off. Just send it to my phone and I'll just tweet it whenever I'm ready. Yep. That makes that's, sense. That's that's why I like it. Um, all right. So Game Pass updates. We got a whole bunch going on. So first is stuff that's leaving between August 31st and September 7th. And that is Creature in the Well, Gianna Sisters, Twisted Dreams, Director's Cut uh, on console, Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3 HD on console, Metro Last Light Redo on console, the Jackbox Party Pack 3 on console, NBA 2K20 on console will leave September 1st. Red Dead Redemption 2 makes its mass exodus on September 7th as well. But as... As things leave, new things come in. So as we stated, Microsoft Flight Simulator on PC is available now. Spiritfarer, which was featured in the Nintendo Indie Showcase, uh, came to console and PC. 15 minutes available. after it was announced. I, and I called it. I said, how many of these games are coming to Game Pass? I wasn't expecting one the same day, but hey, it did. <laughs> um, Battletoads, as we stated, is available right now, although the official release date is tomorrow. Crossing Souls is coming to PC on Game Pass uh, tomorrow as well, uh, as is Darksiders Genesis on PC. Uh, Don't Starve Giant Edition on console and PC comes the 20th. New Super Lucky's Tale is hitting console and PC on the 21st. Hyperspace, not Hyperspace, Hypnospace Outlaw is coming to console and PC on August 27th. Tell Me Why Chapter 1, which Donnie's looking forward to, August 27th. Double Kick Heroes on console and PC August 28th. Wasteland 3 finally, finally hits August 28th on console and PC. Crusader Kings the third, I'm going to say the third because it's fancier, uh, is on PC on September 1st. And lastly, this one is very awesome, and I encourage everybody to play it. If you have not already, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard on console and PC on September 3rd, just in time for the kickoff of the spooky season, if it's you true. will. I'm excited that new Super Lucky's Tale is coming. That remix game is a lot better than the original, and I've wanted to buy it on Switch. It's just expensive. It's like $40. It rarely goes yeah. on sale. So now I don't have to. I can just play it. I played the demo. It's really good. If you guys... Cool. If anybody's out there, if you, if you saw the original Lucky's Tale... It came to Xbox first. That was built for VR. It was like uh-huh. a 3D thing. It's kind of bad. Like I played yep. it. It wasn't good. I played it too. Wasn't the good. new one is good. And if you don't believe me, play the demo. It's a lot more of the platformer that you would expect. And that's good. And then, yeah, tell me why. Super excited about that. So I got two games I'm going to play. Uh, for those of you who want to play Darksiders Genesis, I would recommend it. It's very good. And like you I'm, said, Kevin, I started that. Resident yeah. Evil 7 is great. So yeah, I may replay it. I may replay it just for the heck of it. Just not not that we need it because we have it anyway. But I, I it would make me say, hey, I want to go back and play this again. It's not bad. Uh, Seth, is there anything on this list that gets you excited? I know Red Dead Redemption Two brings a slow Western tear dripping down your yeah. eye into the tumbleweeds. But. I uh, Red Dead Re- Redemption Two, as much as I I loved it, and I don't know, might be one of my top three favorite games ever. Sure. It's it's one of those. I mean, I spent 60, 80 hours with it, 
that's I'm good. Um, yeah, right. But but I would have I just I haven't downloaded it yet. I guess I could here in the next two weeks just to see if it looks any better on X. Mm. What I should do is just wait until PS5 or Series X and and get it there. Yeah. Um, Spirit Fair, which I thought when I first saw it on the Switch indie thing, didn't I don't know, didn't catch my eye, but um, people I like think it. it. Looks interesting. People I'm gonna. Like I it. think I think I'm gonna try it out. Especially one other thing about Battletoads is it hit me at the right time. And I know you guys talk. Mm. We we all talk about that sometimes. Yep. Where this year I played Final Fantasy VII for a month and a half before I beat it. Yep. And then I kind of piddled around between some different games, Forza Horizon, things like that. And then I did Star Wars for like three or four weeks. Right. And then I I was in a rut for a week or two where I just didn't know what I felt like playing. And then I got Battletoads. And it was a perfect thing. Um, and right now, what uh, in two days, PGA Tour Golf comes out. Yes. And, and I'm looking forward to that. But then this the Spirit Fair game looks like something that'll be nice to. I at least want to jump in and try it out. Me too. It'll be a good palate cleanser kind Garrett of game. Has I'm nice not, things to say about it. Not into. Um, I'm not going to play Resident Evil. My my time with horror games has has passed. Yeah. Um, Aww, for horrible. for a variety for a variety of reasons, but and I, I don't remember what the rest of the games were. But speaking um, of PGA Tour. PGA yeah. 2K21. I am reviewing that game for 2K Games. I will be live as you're hearing this. If you're listening to this the day this show comes out, I will be live today at noon on our Twitch channel. Um, I'm going to take all questions. So we've got a lot of folks that are going to be playing. I will let you know that we have a club and we have tournaments ready to go. So if you want to come golf with the boy, with the PSVG crew, with the golf crew, we have a tag in the Discord. Hashtag golf crew. If you want to come golf with us for many weeks and months to come, I hope. Um, we are very excited about this game and we have a, yeah. a nice little selection of folks that like the golf game and we tend on supporting it. I am, I've reviewed it on Xbox one. I'm going to give you all my thoughts about it. I'm buying it on switch too. I'm totally going to buy it again and I'm going to keep playing it. I'm going to give you switch thoughts on Shaq next week, but definitely come one, by. I would love to have you. One question. If you can possibly answer tonight and if you no, we do the Xbox one question <laughs> after this, okay, this is the, the this is the Xbox two question. Okay. Um, for the tournaments, are they, like they're up for a certain amount of time, like you have a week to play. Yeah, this is not breaking embargo because you can know this now if you okay. go find it. The okay. tournaments are posted for a duration of time to which you can post your round at at any point. Because awesome. I have not been able to play multiplayer yet, I'm not sure if we can multiplayer those rounds. I presume we can, but I'm not sure. But even if we can't, I'm going to have hopefully weekly golf night yep. where we play together for the tournament and then if you can't make it you still uh, can submit your own round at any time like we did with mario golf so right in psvg awesome. land this is the new mario golf until further notice like we're going to start playing this yep. routinely so awesome. um and and i do like it i mean I'm, i can't give impressions but i can say that so okay that that was my main kind of because i know in psvg land we don't have a lot of time where we can all get together and play at the same time right um, this works out great like i told donnie uh before we recorded i i will even play it and i suck at golf games that aren't mario arcade golf so but this being able to play it at my leisure to enter the tournament i'll just throw my name in there to, to have some fun it's Why fun not? to play with friends exactly yeah. yeah um all right so now it is the time for our official the xbox one question comes from 
Mr. Bland Explosion himself, Garrett, says, is it fair to have the thought about buying a game, but then decide to hold off because you realize it might come to Game Pass later? Will this be prevalent in the Game Pass ecosystem, potentially hurting smaller devs? Ooh, me, 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 me. Um, um, I, I think I might in some ways think along, along Donnie's, uh, Donnie's thought process here, which might be scary. Um, <laughs> you know, looking at that, um, direct, like you made the joke, how many of these are coming to game mm-hmm. pass and that spirit fair came right away. Um, no. to be honest, the, the game from there that I'm most excited about is Hades and it's exclusive to switch this, this fall. And mm-hmm. so, I'll, so I'll play it there, but I would absolutely, if I thought that it was going to come to Game Pass, I would half the games game in that Pass. showcase are coming to Game Pass. And yeah, the reason that absolutely. I say that is half of the games in that showcase were demos and the Xbox game demo thing. So half of them <laughs> okay. are coming to Game Pass for sure. And, and then the the point I think Donnie made made earlier: games that are on Game Pass, you know, there are 10 million audience, and if however many percent of us play them, people on PlayStation, PC, and Switch see us having fun with them and they buy them, mm-hmm. yep. like. Fall, Fall Guys launched into PlayStation Plus. Donnie doesn't have PlayStation Plus right now, or maybe you do. I, I, I forget. I bought PlayStation that, Plus but. to play one round of golf with Josh like six okay. months ago, and I have had zero use for it since until Fall Guys. And Fall Guys is like... Okay. So was, you were playing it on PlayStation, though? I was upset. I was upset that I had it, that I bought it and wasn't using it. And then Fall Guys came, and I'm totally fine. Like, Fall yeah. Guys by itself, totally worth my one year of PlayStation Plus. So I, I didn't have PlayStation Plus, so I didn't get the game for free from PlayStation. So I was going to buy it on PC, uh, was able to secure a review code, but that's an example of where everyone was talking about it. Yep. Kevin got jealous. Kevin had to find a way to play it. Yep. I would have bought it on PC if they told me, no, I can't have a code. I would have been fine buying it on PC. So Yeah. So that, I mean, that's the same the same effect. Yep. Mm-hmm. Rocket League had the same thing. Word of mouth. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Word of fun mouth. Game I mean, just fun game Just imagine if Madden that indie darling would launch into Game Pass, how many more millions of copies that it would sell? Well, you bring anyway, up a good point that sorry. it's got to be kind of not indie. It doesn't necessarily be indie, but it's definitely not the big AAA thing. Like the big AAA thing's going to sell anyway, but you can shine a light on something that's real good. And if it is real good, like we'll reverberate that message. Mm-hmm. You know, like Lonely Mountains Downhill is one of those games that yep. I never even heard about it before it hit Game Pass. And I saw Sean streaming it and I was like, that looks like fun. And then I played it. And I was like, oh, it is fun. So yep. we started talking about it. And then when it hit other places, people were like, yeah, I know the Game Pass crew. They like this. So I'm going to buy it on Switch. I'm buying PlayStation, all the other things. It's, it's yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Neon, Neon Abyss was another example where yeah. I was talking about it. And like a bunch of other people started playing it. So like it's, it's one that shows like, hey, this gets people excited about it. I think it does work better for the indie games per se. So to, to answer Garrett's question for me. I hold off on buying a game if it's an indie to see if it's coming to Game Pass because that's way more likely than a big title game. Those big title games will come eventually in some cases. But like, for instance, when you think about The Witcher was on Game Pass at one point, right? Yeah. Yeah. It might I think still it was be. at one point. I don't know. But either way, it, it was well after The Witcher was out. So sure. like if you hadn't bought it by then anyway, they likely weren't going to get my money anyway. But it comes to Game Pass, I will pick it up and play it. So I wouldn't hold off on buying a game I really wanted to to say it's coming to Game Pass. But indie games make it so easy to wait and just say, okay, I, typically with indie games, I don't always have the time to pick one up and play it right away unless it's something I've been waiting for. Um but when it comes to Game Pass, I am way more likely to dive in and play some indie games left and right every month when they drop. And some will stick with me and I'll keep playing like Neon Abyss. And some I'll play a few times and be like, eh, not for me, but no harm, no foul. So Speaking yeah, I 100% that, wait on indies. Did you keep playing Ooblets? 
I have not gone back to it. No, Dude, my daughter. I do. I do want hooked. to. I just. I've been doing review after review after review. Sure. So I haven't had time, but I do want to. Yes. She is still that installed. Car mechanic simulator. I have not played that or cooking simulator yet. She, That's she, coming. She legit told me yesterday it was better than Animal Crossing. Wow. Ooh. She told me. She looked at me. She said it's better than that. Animal Crossing. She's like because it's different. Like her thing was. Because oh, it's of, different, yes. Because of the dance battles and the different like crafting elements and the different story missions and the different mechanics, she was like, it's not the same. She thinks Animal Crossing is too samey. I mean, I wouldn't compare it to Animal Crossing. It's closer to like a Pokemon versus an Animal Crossing. She's got collecting. She's built a garden. <laughs> she's got sprinklers and water fountains. She plays well, yeah, every I mean, day. That, yeah. She it's, plays it's, every day. It's Stardew Valley meets Pokemon. That's it, good. Is, That's better. Ooblets, is that a Game Pass game? Nope. No, nope. not yet. Speaking speaking of Game Pass game or games that should be on Game Pass, when is Cuphead coming to Game Pass? I don't. I want to try will. Cuphead. Yeah, I don't know if it will. But it I don't. But if it, if it was, I'd imagine it already would be twenty dollars yeah. for a that's game that's gonna see. That's that's tail. the Garrett thing. So, um, for my answer yeah. for Garrett and and for anybody listening out there, it's it's a tricky one for me because largely, if there's a game that I want to buy, indie or not, I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> um, well, I'm just yeah. gonna buy it. Um, but there are games that I'm iffy on. And the example that I would use is Raji. Raji was in the Switch showcase. Uh, wow. I played the demo for it. I think it's cool. It is kind of a Darksiders, Prince of Persia type game that set with like all this Indian mythology and stuff and story, which I think is cool. Like I want to do it. Do I want to pay $24.99 to do it? No, but I don't want to play it. So I will wait on it to come to Game Pass, and I think yeah. it will come to Game Pass. Um, so I think it's there for me. It's like Game Pass makes me try games that mm. I would otherwise never buy. I can't tell you the amount of games that um, that I've bought that come to Game Pass. I own Ori. I own both right. Ori's outright, right. <laughs> and they're in Game Pass. I've bought all the Life is Strange games, and they were in Game Pass. So mm-hmm. uh, that was another thing I saw. I saw that trending this weekend, people asking, like, you know, do people in Game Pass buy games? I definitely still buy games because – uh, yeah. Kevin knows he's my game share partner. I like having a library. Um, yeah. you know, so that doesn't stop me from buying games. And to the secondary part of this question, potentially hurting smaller devs, I'd only cite the, um, gamesindustry.biz article that came out about a month ago where, and I know this is not the case for everybody, but there were several cases of small indie devs that were like, Xbox not only funded the development for this game, they funded the development for this game and our next one by launching the game yep. pass. 100%. That can't that that has to be that pays so many things forward to be able to one work without uh financial constraints. We might have swap fire if game pass was around, you know That's, like yeah. you know like and I I say that jokingly but but I also kind of mean it. Like no, there's a reality really. to how much time and effort can be invested in something when you're limited in funds and if game pass is just going to give you that much money just so you launch it a game pass then by all means like take that security and make the game that you want to make freeing that up and that helps pave the way for Microsoft down the line. Cuz I imagine when they come back you know, for your third or fourth game, you're going to be open to talking and you're going to want to work with them yeah. um, because you've seen, you know, them, them extend the olive branch. 
that fostering that relationship until they decide to acquire them. But so to, to go off of that too, it's not just to, to give credit to, to elsewhere. It's not just Microsoft with the, with the game pass thing, but you're hundred percent right. Like we've heard that story numerous times where indie devs are like, thank God Microsoft picked this up because I was able to make so much money. Epic game store has done the same thing with yeah. exclusives. Ooblets was an example. Yep. Epic helped finish Ooblets. It was, it may not have happened at all, but yet they picked it up. They paid them the money, say, Hey, make this an Epic store exclusive on PC and we'll give you some money. And they did. And it worked out. So these bigger companies being able to foster these smaller indie devs and really create something special and get it out there to people is only a good thing. So I really don't think it hurts smaller devs. I think it, it may not it may not help bigger devs at all. It may not be like a, a moving the needle if one of their games has Game Pass. But for indie devs, well, I, I think, think it, it does. definitely is a deal. Uh, I think like you look at NBA 2K. Um, well, I mean, this year is a special circumstance with the, the year that 2020 is, obviously. But yeah. I mean, they're free on Game Pass and how many more people have picked that up and then you know, drop 10 bucks, 20 bucks. One of the things that I like with the bigger publishers is that they will set up their next release by bringing the old release to game pass. Mm -hmm. So they're about to announce the next fallout and all of a sudden here comes fallout and a game pass. I think that's that's a lot of fun. That's really cool. Um, I do think there's exists a chance that it hurts people that are not in game pass. I do understand that idea because if you're not in game pass, I can't tell you because of game pass. I think I've said this before. I haven't launched the store in forever because like the, I literally launched the store for the first time just to see the new design. Um, because I buy games through the browser. I mean, yeah. just I'm usually at my computer, so that's usually where mm-hmm. I buy games. So I don't look at the store. I type in exactly what I want to buy and I go there. There's no browsing being done. All yeah. of my browsing when it comes to Xbox is Game Pass. So yeah. if you're not there, I do think there's a chance that those 10 million gamers aren't seeing you as much as they might otherwise be. But at the same time, if Game Pass is what you're pushing, then all the more reason for Xbox to be like, well, <laughs> this is kind of what we do now. Like, be there, you know, be there, be square. But I do think there's a there's a case to be made there. I could see that. It's kind of like an app store thing. If you're not being yeah. discovered, then you're just left out. So sure. I don't know how they get around that. And I imagine if Game Pass takes off, let's say Game Pass gets to 30 million subscribers, that might be a thing. You know, mm. they, they may have to. I don't know. Maybe you embed like store ads or something. Ads. Promotions. Yeah, they could, totally do, they could totally do that. Yeah, you, buy, to do you know, something. buy this, save save ten percent now on this while you're. Or maybe they have like a maybe like if you pick a game on Game Pass, maybe they show you some other games the developer or publisher Might also make. Yep. Something like that. Yeah, yeah they got to do something because that that, be the, that could be the an new issue. loading the new loading screen. <laughs> I, I wouldn't hate it. <laughs> Wasteland Three. It's commercials. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I, it's, We're it's probably real, not far away from that, honestly. Yeah, I mean that's like a that. real concern. I think Madden I think NFL Super Bowl Fifty Five brought to you by NBA, <laughs> like NBA, okay, whatever <laughs> NHL. Yeah, you just transition NBA Two K. Yeah. yeah, but all it's right, brought to you by Battletoads. <laughs> Battletoads. Oh God. Um. All right, that wraps it up for this week, everybody. We've covered all the things we need to cover. So before we go, Seth, where can people find you and connect with you on the interwebs? You can find me on Twitter at. Seth Joseph Roy, and um, you can also find me at gamesreviews.com by searching for Kevin Austin. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can uh, please please look at the, the Battletoads review. Apparently, um, I guess I'm not surprised that it's as polarizing as it is. People, Some people love it, some people hate it, whatever. Um, but uh, take a look at it. Let me know if you think I'm way off base or, or if you agree with me, or just try and have fun with the game. And of course, I'm in the Discord uh, probably too much, but it is uh, very much needed. 
very much needed therapy in the times that we are in to be in our Discord, for me, at least. That is very true. Donnie, where can people find you? You can find me on Xbox Live, Twitter, and everywhere else at Eat the Hype. And uh, I'll also plug our Discord, psvg.blog slash Discord to join the show. Seth, you're not nearly on Discord enough. You're on Discord like 10% of the time on Discord. You could, you could do more. You could do I would, more. I would uh, <laughs> say that, that, that you're probably on there too much then. <laughs> uh, I'll go the other way. In some cases, yes. Um, you can follow me at PSVG Kevin on all of the things, all the platforms, basically everywhere. Uh, as Donnie said, head on over to PSVG.blog to check out all the other great things we do as a network besides this lovely show. Go check out some of the other things. And if you're so inclined, patreon.com slash PSVG, of course. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you for telling your mom, your neighbors, and your great grandpa. We love it all. But in the words of Uncle Phil, there is no power greater than X. Mm-hmm.